Hello, fellow Rebel Capitalists. Hope you're well. So Jeff Gunlock just came out with an incredible prediction. He's saying that the dollar is going to crash. Let's get right into this video and check out his rationale. Then we're going to go over some charts, connect some dots, go over probabilities. Let's go right over to YouTube. And this is from, I think, a recent uh, conference called Future Proof. Here you go. Here's here's the big picture. Um, I think the dollar weakens tremendously in the next recession. I think it's because the response to the next recession is going to be a complete disaster relative to our fiscal position. And that's going to be the wake-up call where we realize that the United States is bankrupt, that we cannot uh, honor our liabilities. The United States has nearly $200 trillion of unfunded liabilities. That's almost eight times GDP. For us to pay that in today's purchasing power, we would have to pay 10% of our GDP for 80 years. We have to have four generations of depression. We're not going to do that. What we're going to do, therefore, is go to a complete uh, abandonment of, of uh, you know, the dollar, and we're going to see a restructuring of the U.S. financial system. All right. So let's get back and do the screen share so we can go over some charts. Now, just to recap there, in case I know the volume was kind of low there. He was saying that, the, and he actually, I believe, used the term dollar crash, not in that clip, but a, a little bit earlier. And he's talking about the dollar going down substantially during the next recession. So instead of everyone running to the dollar flight to safety, what they're going to do is they're going to sell their dollars like a hot potato because they're just going to wake up to this realization that the government is broke, uh, that we cannot pay for Social Security and all of these unfunded liabilities that are off balance sheet. And the market is just going to finally, finally, finally wake up and realize that the only release valve there is going to be the dollar. And the government is going to have to, quote unquote, print money uh, in order to fund those obligations. And you're going to get your $2,000 a month. That's your security check. But it's just going to buy a loaf of bread. And But what he's also claiming is that the dollar is going to go down dramatically against other foreign currencies. It, he's, he's basically kind of parroting my good buddy Peter Schiff, and I know Schiff accuses him of this all the time, and it's kind of a funny back and forth, but uh, it, it, let's just say that he's got a very similar view to Schiff. Now, I've got a, a different view, of course. Now, I totally agree with his assessment of the government. Absolutely. They're broke. They're going to have to do something crazy. They've got all these unfunded liabilities. The deficits are going to be 10, 15% of GDP. Government spending as a percentage of GDP is going to skyrocket. I'm right on board with that, but I've got a little bit different view on the dollar. So let's do a screen share and I'll show you guys what I'm talking about. Okay. First, let's go to a chart of overall deficits for the federal government. I want to point out that, and we've got a five-year chart here, just so you know. 2018, the total outstanding debt for the United States government was $21 trillion, $21 trillion. In fact, just prior to the Cervasa sickness, as you can see here, $23 trillion. Okay, what is it now? Remember, three years later, three years later, it is $32 trillion. In other words, it's gone up by almost $10 trillion dollars almost in three years for heaven's sakes what's mind-boggling is to sit there and think about how long 
it took the government to accumulate $10 trillion in debt. It, I, I don't know right off the top of my head, but I would guess it was probably the, what Josh, it would probably like mid 2000, it's probably 2008, 2009, something like that. And we just, so from the beginning of the Republic <laughs> to 2008 or nine, it took us that long to accumulate 10 trillion. Might've even been a little longer. Actually, let me go back and check that out. That's an interesting question. Here we go. So we hit 10 trillion in debt. Yeah, there you go. I'm pretty good, Josh. <laughs> I got to give myself a pat on the back there. Right off the top of my head, I guessed it. 2008, 2009. So from the beginning of American history <laughs> to 2008, it took us that long to accumulate 10 trillion in debt. And we have accumulated another or, or we've accumulated 10 trillion in debt in the last three years. So that's exponential, one might say, just like Gunlock is talking about. In, and in order to fund the uh, Social Security and, and the, the war machine, the welfare machine, all of these uh, government expenditures in the future, and a lot of these off-balance sheets, they're gonna, the deficits are going to have to explode. But I would argue the deficits have exploded over the past three years. What would you call this? Up $10 trillion. And by the way, in terms of percentage, that's up 50%, 50% roughly in, in three years. Okay, now let's go over to a chart of the DXY. So this is a chart of the dollar against a basket of other currencies. And this is a five-year chart as well. So going back to 2018, we were around 95 on the DXY, 10 trillion, or excuse me, even more. Well, let's, let's fast. <laughs> we got to go to, to, uh, just before the surveys sickness, we're right around 96, 97 on the DXY, $10 trillion of debt later, over 50% additional government debt within the span of three years. And the dollar is at 105. You see? So I'm not saying that the dollar is going to remain at these levels forever. Now, if the Fed drops rates and you have interest differentials, the dollar definitely goes down to 90, maybe it, it, with an eight handle, you know, maybe 80, high 80s, not, who knows, right? But the dollar doesn't crash against other currencies. It, and, it, and it very well could go up to 120, for heaven's sakes. I mean, this is uh, resistance level right here. If we get up to 106... I mean, the next resistance you see is right here, 113, right? Which would cause a massive economic pain globally, as you guys know from watching my videos. So, you know, do we go to 120? Do we go to 85? I don't know. I don't know. But we're not going to 50. We're not going to, to, to 60 even. Uh, it, so why is that? Because what, what, shockingly, Jeff Gunlock doesn't really understand is you have to look at the dollar outside of the United States as a completely separate currency. And once you start to understand the global monetary system and how it interacts with the dollar, and not just the dollar, but treasuries, uh, the euro dollar system that Snyder talks about all the time, you realize that domestic policy has very little to do with the dollar strength or weakness against other currencies. It, it becomes more and more and more evident. And if you don't believe me, just rewind the last five minutes of this video. <laughs> and how, how can you 
So the argument there would have to be, okay, George, I get what you're saying. Yes, we have tacked on $10 trillion in debt over the last three years. Yes, we've added 50% more debt to what we had in just three years. And yes, the dollar has gone up. But this time it's going to be different. This time when we have a recession, the deficits are going to explode again. And this time the market is just going to wake up as if the market doesn't know what Jeff Gunlock is saying, as if the market hasn't seen CNBC, as if the market will in, in a year's time will go back and watch this YouTube video from Jeff Gunlock or listen to a Peter Schiff podcast and say, oh my gosh, whoa, holy cow. Here, I, I've been an FX investor and I've been a hedge fund manager managing billions of dollars for 40 years and I had no idea. Well, what, what, what do you mean? The, the, the social security, off balance sheet debt, uh, unfunded liabilities. Well, I've never even heard of such a thing. I thought that the, the US government was fiscally prudent. Right, come on, come on. Is this insider information? Of course not, of course not. So my point is not to say that the dollar is going to remain at these levels forever. Absolutely not. But my point is, if your argument is simply that the deficits are going to explode, they've already exploded. So you 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 got to give me something else. Like you can't just say that, oh, the dollar's gone up when the deficits exploded, but this time they're going to explode even harder. And therefore, since they're going to explode harder, now the dollar is going to plummet and turn into toilet paper. That That's not a real strong argument. And the market waking up, that's a terrible argument. That's the worst argument I've ever heard. It, 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 again, the, no, the, the market is not under some sort of ether here. The, the market isn't sleeping at the wheel. The, the market knows exactly, in fact, they know a lot more, likely, than what Gunlock is talking about. So the market gets this stuff. And the market still pegs the dollar at 105. So you have to ask yourself why. If the deficits haven't mattered over the last three years, why will they matter in the future? That's the question you have to answer if you've got Jeff Gunlock's view. And I'm open. If you give me an argument as to why the deficits will matter in the future or why there's going to be something else other than the deficits that will make the dollar go down to 50 or 40 or 30 or quote unquote crash, I'm open. But the Jeff Gunlock type, I haven't heard that argument other than they're just going to continue to do what they've already done over the last three years. And for some reason in the future, it's going to make a difference when it hasn't made any difference whatsoever in the past. Hey guys, I want to remind you to check out Rebel Capitalist Pro. This is the incredible online investment forum that I have with investment experts, Lynn Alden and Chris McIntosh. It includes professionals such as Patrick Ceresna from Macro Voices. He specializes in options. Tony Greer, commodity trading. Jason Hartman, real estate. And Brent Johnson with Macro Economics. If you want to build wealth and thrive in this world of out-of-control central banks and big governments, Rebel Capitalist Pro is the resource you need. So check it out today at georgegammon.com forward slash pro. That's georgegammon.com forward slash pro. 
We'll see you inside with the fellow rebel capitalists that are taking their investing to the next level. Now, one more thing that I want to clarify. Although I don't think the government and fiscal spending does a lot uh, to impact the value of the dollar relative to other currencies, obviously the Federal Reserve, that does as far as interest rates. If the Fed drops rates and you got an interest rate differential, then you're going to see the dollar go down substantially. But it's not going to crash, right? Now, where the dollar will crash, and what most Americans are really concerned about, is against goods and services locally. So if we rewind and listen to what Gunlock is saying, or if you listen to what Schiff is saying, as an example, they're absolutely right about the dollar crashing, but the dollar is going to crash not against other other currencies. The dollar may go down, up, down, who knows, but the dollar crashes against goods and services domestically. And that that so you have to look at the dollar as two completely separate currencies. You have to look at it as a domestic currency relative to goods and services in the United States. And you also have to look at it as the global currency, or maybe better said the euro dollar, as the global currency that has completely separate supply-demand dynamics in relationship to other fiat currencies. That's the main takeaway here. And for some reason, 99% of the people out there, seems like even Gunlock, tend to conflate these two things into one dollar. And that, in my opinion, is a big mistake. And that's why all of these people, you know, go back decades, for heaven's sakes, that have been calling for the dollar to to crash and to hyperinflate and whatnot. That's why they've continually got it wrong, because they just don't understand the difference between the dollar domestically and the dollar globally outside of the United States. And what the United States government does or doesn't do, it really doesn't impact that international dollar to a significant degree. All right, guys, enjoy the rest of your afternoon. As always, make sure that you're standing up for freedom, liberty, free market capitalism, and we'll see you in the next video.